Hi everyone, my name is Fabricio. I'm the founder and head of growth of FASA Digital Marketing. We're located in Sydney, Australia, and uh, we do have, as we call, we are a full service agency, digital marketing agency. We offer from a website to email marketing, social media, organic page, SEO services, blogging services, and of course, all the copywriting that any client needs. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. And welcome to the interview today, Fabricio. Um, so I Thank would you. like to go back in time um, to a few years ago, or could be 10 years ago. Can you share with us what got you into content marketing? How did you decide that this is the path you want to pursue and you want to get really good at? Sure. Um, I think he is a, is a very funny story. Well, sort of funny to me. Um, I was in class teaching and yes, I also teach at two different unis here in Sydney. And, and I remember I was um, teaching to this group of students and talking and probably spent, I don't know, half an hour, 45 minutes going through and how exciting digital marketing is and how awesome content blogging and all that stuff around social media is or are and 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 i still remember as if it was today uh, when i told them why are you afraid you can just start the only thing that you need to start your own little gig on the side is when you have one single client and then you can build up and get an ongoing agency and that was the moment it just clicked and I said, but wait a second, I love what I do. I love teaching. And then I had that experience of agency in the past. So why not starting my own agency? So that's what, that was the, the time where I started thinking of how am I going to launch faster? And here I am running this uh, agency in Sydney. And to be fair, I think that aha moment uh, happened to me twice and first time um, I can go back here a few years over a decade 15 years ago back home when I decided to start my own business there but back then we digital wasn't a thing yet um, and then I had my um, advertising and communication agency uh, back home but again and having something there running a business uh, in that country was very difficult it's not an easy task uh, and then I decided to come to Australia and here I am 10 years later and uh, running faster so that's 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 an amazing journey um it's 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 really cool to see how you progress right throughout um, the last um, 15 years and and it's really show um, well 15 years doesn't seem that long but it's it's such a cool journey so thanks for sharing that um, yeah <laughs> yeah that's um, yeah it's not you know, when you talk to 30 years or you know, 40 years of experience but you know building up and getting there I suppose that's that's well said yeah so um can you talk about today, um, Fabricio, what kind of um, workflow, what kind of 
process that you are doing, that you are using for bringing the most value to your clients? Um, can you share with the audience? For example, if you are working with a new client, onboarding a new client, what's the very first thing you do um, when you work with them? Sure. So um, in every, for every single campaign and client that we run here, um, the, the design, the process is very similar. So we start with what we call a discovery stage where we have meetings with the client. We try to understand the client's expectations, a little bit of what they understand from the audiences that they talk to. And, um, and of course, and set the expectations there. And for several times um, during that conversation, we had to explain um, um, the differences between organic, paid, how content is valuable, how unbranded content is key uh, to break through all the noise that we have online. Uh, instead of just talking about my services, my brand, yes, we talk about those, but it shouldn't be the priority. And then it's slowly showing how important it is and how that would benefit the brand and then from that discovery we go into understanding researching the audiences for the client uh, we build personas based on demographics their psychographics their interests we, we try to understand social media places that they go what sort of tone of voice they're using um, what they like what they share what they comment what sort of content they're looking for so we can then provide similar content that will resonate with that audience. And after these, we start with the whole, then you know, move into a bit deeper into the process where we start designing um, all the content. We go into approval with the client. Uh, if there's any revision, we do the revision. And then when it's all approved, we start publishing. And of course, in every single campaign, we measure. We try to understand what we, if, what we have done resonated with the audience. If not, we have to adjust. If did, then we move on and keep using that. So pretty much that is the process that we use across all the campaigns. Well, thanks for sharing that. Actually, um, I'm, I'm fascinated about your, um, your, 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 uh, your ideas or your way of working and emphasizing on the unbranded content. Um, so can you speak to that a little bit? How, how does investing and really dig deep into and having a good strategy um, around the unbranded content can really help your clients um, in, in content marketing and really connecting that to their leads and sales? Definitely. Um, I think it's, it's a big push uh, now and we emphasize these to every single client that we have. Um, unbranded content is key. If you want to be seen, and if you want to appear on people's feed, if you want people to share, if you want people to save your blog post, or if you want to people to comment on, on, your, on your social media posts, you have to offer something that goes beyond your brand beyond our product because they know they know what your brand is they know what you sell so why are you going to keep telling them over and over and over the same thing that they already know 
if people are on social media, they're not there, they're not spending hours on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn. They're not hours on those platforms to see what you're selling. That's not the purpose. The purpose of social media is to socialize, is to engage, and is to offer something that is relevant. So it is important. It is hard. It's not an easy task to tell clients that they need to invest money and not talk about themselves. It is a challenge for any uh, content marketing agency, for any digital marketing agency, but through results, we then can show them how that can build value to their brands. So if you want to talk about just about our brand, I'm sorry, there's no place for you. Probably you're not going to engage much with your audience. Your awareness is not going to be increased. You're not going to gain any followers. And you're just going to be one more among all the noise that we have online. So we need to be creative in order to um, break through the whole noise that is out there. That's, that's really well said. And um, it's, it's really content marketing is not about talking about your company or how good your product or how good is your service. Um, that's not really the point. The point is how are you addressing, how, it, it, do you know how to raise um, an awareness in, in, the, in the target audience if they have that, right? And how do you help them to discover the challenges or the, or the problems that they are having? Um, and how do you help them to really realize that? And it's a journey. So it's not really about, um, how, it, it's not the point. Well, at some point you're gonna have to tell them these are the possible solutions and yours, whatever you offer your service. Definitely. could be one of that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. The whole journey yeah. to lead your target customer to that point is actually, it's not about you, it's about them. So um, yeah. that in that context, it makes sense that it's, everything is not about your brand. Yeah. Everything is how you can yeah. be helpful. Okay, you can be the most helpful resource. I guess that's what you're trying to say. Um, how you can be the most helpful yeah. resource out there to help them um, really discover um, these problems and help them learn about the possible solutions that they can have out there. And um, if you are with them on that journey, exactly. that's the point. You win that trust, and and you can. And I think it's, and I, and I think it's worthwhile bringing attention to how social media platforms work. If you keep posting only about your brand, repeating about your services, asking them to buy through organic channels, firstly you're going to be penalized. Your company, your posts are not going to be. They're not going to be shown to new people or potential followers because you're not offering engaging content. Social media platforms, they need content to survive. And we are the ones that have to produce that engaging content. If, if you don't offer these, the social media platforms are not going to use the algorithms to prioritize what we have to say. If we want to talk about our products, you have to go through the paid channel. They're there, and that's how social medias make money. If we don't, if we all, if we don't offer that engaging organic content, 
then um, probably people are not going to um, follow you or engage with you. And in the future, perhaps um, buy a service or a product from your company. So we, we also need to understand how those channels work. And, and, and again, emphasizing again, over and over, the key is understand the audience. If you understand your audience, then we can come up with very interesting content. That's well said. That's really well said. I love that um, audience centrist. And, and I think uh, there was a saying something about the audience. Um, I remember I discussed it with a few agencies owners um, last few weeks. Um, some people said that if you try to speak to too many audiences at the same time, uh, you're not actually speaking to anyone, right? So, um, so in, yeah. and, in, and it's interesting because because um, what, what do you, can you also share a little bit on that? What do you think like in terms of doing the, the unbranded content and really getting it out there and approaching the audience, how do you prioritize that? Like, do you prioritize, how, how do you prioritize that? And how do you um, pick the, 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 the audience um, to really make the content effective to that group of audience? Can you share a little bit on that? Mm -hmm. Um, it is always a challenge, right? Um, because sometimes companies, uh, some of our clients, they do have quite a uh, niche market and audiences. Um, and it's always a challenge because we can create something that is general. Otherwise, we're not going to talk to anyone. And I, and I think, again, bringing back to understanding the audience, and that is part of the initial stage of every single campaign that we run. And not just at that stage, because that is another point. We need to keep watching the audiences that we have because um, they change. I change, you change, everyone changes every day. So we need to keep tracking what they like, what they comment, what they share, what resonates, what doesn't, so we can adjust um, every single month of content. And uh, by understanding those audiences, then we can craft very specific content and talk to them directly. It is hard because um, for one of our clients, for example, they do have uh, four different major audiences uh, with different demographics, different positions within the business, um, different goals, different frustrations. Um, and, and the way in the solution that we found is we need to specifically design content for those niches. Um, and then we see, we see good engagement across all those topics because we're talking to them specifically. Um, and we need to be careful as well with the channel that we're using. Because um, one of our clients, they use two different channels and they have very distinct audiences on each. So we have a group of more young um, generation using Instagram. And on the other hand, we have a more mature, high up uh, on, on, um, on a company using LinkedIn. So we have to create content to talk to them specifically otherwise again we'll be talking to no one uh, if we decide to create something that is too general as well 
Well, thanks for sharing that, Fabrizio. It's, it's really helpful um, to hear that from your uh, point of view. And um, also, can you, uh, from, your, from your experience um, and to your knowledge, working with a lot of um, writers and content creators, marketers, and helping many clients, um, what do you see, what do you think that some writers, some uh, marketers uh, miss in their process that would make their content more effective? Um, we have seen quite a, a, a few things out there. Uh, one of them is because of the need of um, writing and non-stop and offering things to those audiences all the time. And sometimes you ended up just copying what is already out there and with a little of a, you know, a bit of a twist. And this is just a shortcut, isn't it? Um, it's just to make that time frame uh, shorter. So you make it cheaper and you just get something through the door. Um, and I think here uh, as a best practice is we need to spend time researching. We need to spend time understanding the audience of what they want to read, what they want to to buy from us, from a content point of view. Uh, and of course, I think it's important for if you, if you have, if you're a freelancer or if you're an agency, spending time with your client is vital. We need to establish that relationship as, as well. So we trust each other, we, we are aligned with all the expectations and, and then probably we even have that freedom to experiment. I think that is a key um, thing in social media and content. We need to ex experiment. The, the channels are there and those channels, they allow us to experiment and try different things. So we need to be a bit brave and, um, and for companies and brands as well. Thanks for your, um, your insights, um, Fabrizio. That's really um, valuable. And also, um, if, a, if a brand, if a company um, is asking you to give them an advice on how to do better um, with content marketing, specifically to really uh, bring out that and, and, and really emphasize on that unbranded um, content, uh, what would your advice be? Um, I think it's still linked with the advice to agencies and freelancers um, because it all comes down to the audience, isn't it? I think understanding the audience is one of the, key, um, the keys for success when we develop and design content. Uh, and again, companies, brains, be brave. Uh, stop playing safe. If you play safe in that social media environment, content environment, you're not going to break through the noise. Think about all the TikTokers, the influencers, and what some, a few, a handful of brains are actually trying. So how can you compete for that little five, 10 seconds of attention? You know, the attention span of consumers are very short nowadays. So how can you compete against everything else that is out there? So how are you going to make your audience to stop scrolling through all the you know, videos, posts to pay attention to what you're saying? If you play safe, 
forget it. You're not going to make it. So be brave, stop playing safe, and experiment. Social media is, is, is an easy and it's such a beautiful channel where we can try. And if it doesn't work, that's okay. 24, 48 hours, it's gone. You're not going to appear on the feed anymore and you try something new. It worked, great, let's use it again. Doesn't work or didn't work. So then just move on and try something different. So I think that's what um, is a challenge, I suppose, for some companies. Uh, we need to be brave and we need to stop playing safe. And most importantly, we need to understand the audience. Um, consider now, when we look at TikTokers and influencers and YouTubers, look at what they're creating. If we play safe as a brand, as a company, how are we going to compete against those? So we need to experiment. We need to try new things. We need to think out of the box in order to break through all the noise that we find out there. Um, the, the attention span of the consumers nowadays is very short. And we are competing against all those that I mentioned. So how and what we need to do to appear and make those audiences to stop what they're doing and watch a video or read a post or read an article that is out there. And, um, and I think when we go through the whole process again, it's about um, consumers and users, they do have a problem. So if they are on social media, they want to solve some sort of problem. They want to socialize. Or if they are searching for a blog post on how to fix my door. So they have a problem. So the article should definitely be clear and interesting to solve that problem. And if we don't do it, then we're not going to be remembered. So stop playing safe and let's experiment. Social media allows us to do this. Um, we can try something new. If it doesn't work, 24, 48 hours, we try something different. If it works, great. Let's use it again. If not, we keep trying. There's no um, shame in trying and, and, and trying to build that relationship with the audience. Thanks for your advice. That's really, uh, that's really helpful. Um, I, I can see that um, really speaking to me because um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big kind of like a, um, I, don't, I don't really put social media on my phones whatsoever. Um, and because and um, like you said, right? If you're not brave and if you're not test, constantly testing it out, then um, you will never know what's work. And there's so much noise out there. If you're not testing it out, you won't find a way to cut out, to cut through the noise and really stand out. Um, so I really take that for my own. Um, that's a great advice. Thanks for, for your time today. It's been uh, really helpful having you on this. You're meeting. welcome.